Hey, welcome to About That Life Podcast. I'm Coach Chris Collins. It's Coach MJ, GGT. And I know we've been gone for a while, but we're back and we're at it and, you know, having another good episode for you guys. So, uh, we've been gone for a little while because, uh, well, just quite honestly, we've had some pretty busy events in California. Yep. Um, what we ended up with a bunch of lightning strikes and fires. Yeah, fires all over the place. Uh, my guy, my, our cameraman Ty, he couldn't um, he couldn't film that week because you know he had to be uh, ready for evacuations. Um, but everything's cool, Ty. So I'm happy for you, man. Happy for you, brother, and uh, glad that all worked out. And then Mark went on a trip yeah. that we're gonna get later on to yes, in the sir. episode, which you know was very enlightening. Yes. I'm sure. Good, good trip. <laughs> so and then uh, you know now we finally are back and we can bring you guys episode nine. So. Hey, we made it past the seven-episode mark, so <laughs> we're, we're still here. Um, again, thank you guys for uh, who have been supporting, um, following us on social media, um, noticing our subscribers on YouTube going up little by little, um, sending us messages. I, I know I've had a few parents talk to me at uh, Courtside who said they've seen our stuff, so nice, you know, nice. we, we appreciate it a lot because you know, all we're trying to do is just talk basketball and and you know really put some good content out there for everybody and give parents and coaches alike you know some type of context of how to navigate all this craziness so you know um big appreciation for that again hit that like button it always helps you know hit the subscribe hit the follow it always helps one small click for you big help for us so going into today's episode um uh we're going to talk about courtside they had another showcase uh you know shout out to elijah Wan and all he's doing there my man is severely overworked right now grinding <laughs> but grinding. He, he is doing a phenomenal job and you know it's a it's it's not enough people that necessarily you'll hear you'll hear a hundred complaints before you hear a compliment right so yeah. you know i definitely want him to know he's doing a, a an outstanding job um also we added a team to yba so uh we'll get more into that too uh, it was formerly Team Touch, and now it's another 16U elite team with the uh, Rose Twins and Derek Lamb and, you know, a lot of new additions. Um, kid that Mark trains and works yep. with as well. Get so pouncy. Yeah, so it's it's um, it's a lot of good stuff happening in our club and in AAU. But before we get into that, I got to introduce our first guest. Um, his name's uh, Jay Hester, and his unique perspective is he is a parent. You know, he's our first parent and our first white guy. So let's go to <laughs> So, <laughs> you know, I had to put that out there, but no. Your podcast is dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, um, real good, real cool cat, man. Real good brother. Um, me and him have gotten really close. Um, I've actually coached, uh, slash trained his son since sixth grade, right? Yeah. And, and we've been through a lot together. His son is on currently on my 16U elite team. Um, and, and we'll, we're going to talk all about him and, and his journey and, and uh, Jay's perspective as a parent and just seeing how everything unfolds. Because, you know, we, 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 t- we hear from refs, we've heard from players, right? We've heard from coaches, but let's get a parent's perspective. I think that's one venue that's obviously highly important because, hey, basketball doesn't exist without them. Yep. You know, our, our jobs, training don't exist without you guys and yeah. believing in what we do. So, I really am really happy you're here on the show. So let me give you guys a brief summary of who he is. Um, He's been a professor at Sierra College for 14 years, been teaching 20-plus years. So 
appreciate that <laughs> from a from a kid who's been uh, at the JC level. <laughs> really yeah, appreciate that. It's a grind. <laughs> he teaches both uh, U.S. and African American history. So hey. yeah, you guys who might be seeing that and heard that right. Yes, we have a Caucasian professor <laughs> who's teaching <laughs> African American yeah, history. And it comes up every semester. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're at Sierra College, hey, you know, yeah. you know, like. Well, okay, this is this is him, all right? So um, his son, uh, Eli, has been in basketball since he was seven, uh, AAU since fifth grade. Um, he's played with me since sixth grade. Did He he did Hot I Shots? I think so, uh, Hot Shots Elite was okay. the first. Right, right. He played was with uh, one of your other podcast guests, TJ Little. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, Coach Little, yep. Um, and, uh, you know, that was right. A stepping stone. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it so, served its purpose. <laughs> exactly. So no, I'm glad. Uh, glad you the uh, you guys got led to YBA or you know. Yeah, we are too. <laughs> um, uh, he is. Uh, he grew up all over the country. Uh, what did you say? Connecticut, Illinois. Yeah, I was born in Connecticut oh. and, and Illinois and Massachusetts and then California. Then grad school in Missouri where I drugged my wife and then Michigan, Ann Arbor. And <laughs> but I, I, I was joking with you all, all over the country, but suburbs pretty much everywhere. So just the carbon copy, just white, white. <laughs> it's all over the country. No diversity. No diversity. I like yeah. this show already. All right. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. going to be good. And then, um, <laughs> and, uh, this is really going to be a really fun episode with Mark and Jay because he is a Boston Celtics fan. Mm, mm, uh, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Mark. It's all right. We'll figure Lake it out. Show. Lake show all day. Lake show all day. Lake show all day. And and uh and wait, oh, does this say Cubs and Bears? The Cubs fan? Yeah. Well, I, I grew up in Chicago. Oh, okay. It's uh, when Walter Payton, sweetness, yeah. played yeah. for the Bears. So I okay. became a Bears fan and and became a Cubs fan. So Okay, yeah. nice. Well, so. I'm glad I'm glad you're on the show and uh, glad we got a good history of you. It's like I said, it's already feeling like a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some applause. Man. So, my first question to you. Uh-huh. So, let's talk about, uh, you know, being a parent in AU. Um, that have world has to be interesting because think about, you know, obviously our experience from where we started is kind of like this – C D level group in the thick right. white bulletproof jerseys we used to have and yeah. <laughs> and until Ken finally kicked down. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Ken for yeah. shopping in Taiwan for ten dollars <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> jerseys <laughs> made by a six year old. So you know like, <laughs> like can you can we do a little better? Oh, but shit. you know, at this um at this current point, and I mean like even today, you know, um I know we got our games tomorrow for the showcase, but just right. you know, all the all the history um how do, how do you feel overall about AAU? I mean, just the experience of, you know, the AAU experience, the AAU basketball experience. Well, I think, I mean, for us, you know, it started, as I think it starts with a lot of parents, you get your kid in rec ball just to get them active and away from a computer screen 24-7. And, uh, and then there was a point where another parent said, hey, there's an open spot. It, now, at that point, it was on Hot Shots Elite at Little Steve, and so Eli went out and, and uh, made the team. I, I think for me, uh, the decision, that decision to go to AAU was to give, uh, give him something that he could focus on physically uh, to really try to dedicate himself to and get into that c competitive environment. Because I think, 
generationally speaking, sometimes it's harder now than previous generations to kind of find that space where kids get pushed to places where they're uncomfortable and asked to, to, to really go outside of what they're used to, what they're comfortable doing. Uh, there's a lot more, I don't use the word coddling, but uh, uh, well, maybe that is the word. But yeah. it's, it's, and so I think AAU really kind of, you know, there's, there's no compromise. You either go and you perform and you try hard or you don't and you don't continue to play. So. Right. No, I agree. And then I think, and maybe Mark, you can touch on this one too. Like, I think then once the kids see the growth, they don't want to go backwards. No, you know what no. I mean? Like, like once Eli started, you know, getting that growth. And cause I think back, remember, was it seventh grade when he kind of did the hardwood hoops yeah. with his buddies for fun? Oh, hard, you know, yeah. hardwood, Co- hardwood, Kobe. Yeah, hardwood Kobe. We called him hardwood Kobe. <laughs> you called him hardwood Kobe. <laughs> my bad. I did call him hardwood Kobe. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you could tell like, yeah, he's doing it for fun, but there's no way he would ever want to go back no. to that. You know oh, what no. I mean? Like, well, it's funny too, because, you know, as he's, you know, he's on your elite team, but he's not one of your top players. Yeah. He's probably going to hit me in the face when I get home. <laughs> he's a glue guy. But no, he there's is. nothing he's wrong a, with it. He's, yeah, he's, he's a glue guy. He's the, you know, so, but he, it's to see him play for you for a year and then go back and play, uh, whether it's uh, rec ball, hardwood hoops, or his middle school basketball oh, yeah. team, and dropping you know twenty twenty five points a game when hey. he wasn't doing that, yeah, you know, right. But that's not what he does on your team. That's not his role. On yeah, your yeah, team. yeah, yeah. Um, but and one because the competition is just so much right, stronger. Right. But but to be fair, again, he is good at what he does for oh, us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like he plays two minutes and then sits the no. hell down. Like he, no. you know, there's been some obviously, you know, throughout. Yeah. Cause just so you have context, Mark, like mm-hmm. Eli's probably played well over 300 games for me. Wow. If you oh, really yeah. want to add it up. Yeah. It's been, well, not just played, but played substantial minutes. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. you won't get many compliments from me during this podcast, at all, <laughs> but I'll throw one out. I'll throw <laughs> one out right now. Uh, I will say coaching, AAU coaching wise, sometimes I've seen other coaches who play their, you know, first five, 80, 90% of the game and the bench just kind of sits there and, and I could see as a parent getting really frustrated with that. Um, that's not really how you coach um, the kids. Yeah, the starters are going to get more time. I expect that. But if if you pick up a kid to play on your team, you you intend to play them because I think there's an understanding that yeah. a winning games is great. But ultimately, the goal of AU is to get these kids to the point where they're playing at a level that's good enough where hopefully they can sort of. Uh, transfer that into maybe a college scholarship at whatever level, right? Like we've talked yeah. about this yeah, with, e- with Eli. Like yeah. His goal is uh, a strong academic institution, D3, mm-hmm. yeah. which you've promised me a scholarship, and <laughs> now it's on the podcast. Now, now, so, it's, all, now yeah. it's on tape, so I, got, I have to make that happen now, Mark. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I guess you all are witnesses yeah. now. So <laughs> if the University of Chicago is hearing this, so this, is, this, is, this is, I got you. Press. I got okay. you. Right. I, um, well, I want to talk about Eli's journey because I really – uh, you know, I really think his journey is more of a reflection of a realistic standard of basketball player. You know what I mean? Because each, each, even at the AAU level, even the top, top tier AAU level, um, even though they're mainly comprised of all-star teams, right? Mm-hmm. That's essentially what they are. You still have your two or three star players who it's yeah. built around, you know, and, and other guys find their roles, you know right. what I mean? And like you said, for your son, you know, his journey outside of AAU, 
yeah, he gets that shine or gets that bigger role. But then with us, you know, he's, his role is narrowed, but it's still essential. You know what I mean? And, you know, I want, I want to talk about how him not being the plus best player, him being a glue guy, you know, on this team and that journey through the years, um, how's it felt for you as a parent or, you know, have you ever, or you, like you said, I play my kids, but yeah. you know, have you seen or interacted with other parents who've maybe been on the other side of that and how they felt or just like, you mean you... been on the other side with other parents that have kids that I would call glue guys mm -hmm. that aren't happy that don't yeah. sort of, Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. And we've had a number on our team that, um, and I think, I mean, part of it is as an AU parent, um, and, and I think somehow this, this might explain some of the interesting behavior we see in <laughs> tournaments by parents. Right. Um, is you've got so many, I think, competing emotions going on, right? It's your kid, right? And you love that, you know, more than almost any other thing on the planet. Sometimes, so, right? Sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you still, you still love it. It, look, I just, it, it, that thing. No, you still love your kid. But, yeah, frustrating as hell at times. Right. So there's that, and then there's also you you want them to have success, and I think mm -hmm. sometimes as parents we might confuse uh, positions, playing time with your stu your your student, listen, the teacher and your kid <laughs> doing doing better when in fact they're not doing better and they should not get more yeah. more playing time. So I think um, you know that's a challenge, and I've seen parents of you know, players like my, my own, my own get really frustrated. Yeah. Like really, and leave the team, like right. really frustrated with, with you. Mm -hmm. Just like, why aren't they playing more? This is crazy. He's the best player on the team. <laughs> you know, yes, he can't make it up anyway, but yeah, it's just <laughs> like, just leave that where it is. So I, it's, it's interesting watching that. And in the flip side of that parents of players that are, you know, the top players, they get a lot of playing time. I don't, that's a different perspective, I think. And it'd be mm -hmm. interesting sometimes you could get one of those parents because they're dealing with different, I mean, I don't, I mean, Eli's a good player, but I don't get phone calls from, you know, Lillard or these, you know, mm -hmm. circuit teams saying, hey, right. can your kid come play for us? Um, and that's a, that's a, so I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, and, and I've told you this before, and just watching that process and people do that kind of thing. It, it never seems to me to be a good idea to make a lateral AU move. If, like, you're thinking of moving your kid off a team and the kid likes the team, likes the chemistry, he's getting in competitive games, uh, why would you move? Like, our team is one of the best in the yeah, Sacramento yeah. area easily. And well, I think in Northern you, California, yeah, for well, sure. Well, you would know yeah. that more than yeah, I would. Yeah. But to go, unless you're going on to a circuit team, like, that's going to be guaranteed circuit games, I don't understand why you would move. But mm -hmm. People do stuff. And we've talked about that, Mark, right? Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah. Several times, like, you know, the lateral moves. Yeah. You know, it, it just don't make sense to me with the kids sometimes because I'm like, why well, go to a new environment? Mm -hmm. Don't know the coach, don't know the players. Obviously, on circuit teams, kids are going to be more selfish, right? Because yeah. they're all trying to get theirs. Yeah. As opposed to, like, Eli can be with the guys that he's been with, been growing with since fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. And they know that I have their best interest at heart, and I'm going to get them to their goal or their dream regardless. You know I, what I'm saying? I think a lot of it, too, especially with the with the kids, especially this generation, is because of social media, the hype, yeah. the clout. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 want, they see it on social media, so they want to be in that environment knowing at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, 
are you worthy for that? You know, yeah. are you are you at that level? You know, yeah. but a lot, like I said, a lot of it, a lot of these kids are on their phone and they see ballers' life, they see overtime, they see slamming, mm-hmm. and, and and simply exactly they see yeah. simply, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and they want to be there, not knowing that, you know, it's it's not that easy, yeah. you know. So and then I think on top of it too, what I always try to remind my kids is the team wins. Yeah, it's not, yeah, you know, Jaden won. Like right. no. Jaden might have been our leading scorer, right. but the team did the job. Right. And again, it's it's just like when we were talking earlier. You know, Vanden won a state ring, yeah. right? The whole team. I don't care if you got a bunch of playing time mm-hmm. or a little bit of playing time. That whole team won state. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I tell the kids, <clears throat> if uh, let's just take Trevor or Jaden yeah. for example, those two. If they're out there playing good and they're shining, let's say Trevor ends up 6'10 and gets all these D1 looks, well, if those D1 colleges are coming to see him, well, exactly. where do you think the D2 and the D3s and the NAI, yeah. they're going to be there too. Yeah. And they're going to see you right. right out there with them. Because yeah. those colleges are very realistic too. They they might look at a Trevor like, no, I'm not going to get that kid, but, oh, hey, I like that kid. Like yeah. He's hustling yeah. hard. He's working yeah. hard. That's that's the type of kid I need in my school. Yep. Oh, what's his GPA? 4.4. Like, yeah. oh, psh, no-brainer. He's on my school. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I try to remind parents and kids. Like, if the team does well, inherently everyone's going to do well. Exactly. I think. Yeah. It's, yeah, they get that exposure to those yeah. coaches, which they probably wouldn't get otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's it. I mean – and so is, and I, I guess I'm just saying the quick version. But I mean, like you know, for you as a parent, uh, is has the investment, has the growth and the investment been worth it? You know what I mean? Like obviously, um, like we just talked about, our plan right. is to get Eli potentially to a Division three because right. that's where we kind of see his niche. You know what I mean? Because I. Th- I think roughly he'll probably end up six two. What do you think? Yeah, probably six he's two, six, six three. one right now. Yeah, so. be like six two at minimum. Like yeah, so I think yeah, six yeah. three. Let's say on the high end, six five. Hey, yeah. who knows, right? But so what do you yeah. have him? You know, talking about basketball terms, was he off the ball? Is he point guard? What do you? He's he's really more like so. The best way I could put it is think of OKC like Roberson. Uh, okay. Ro- okay, Roberson okay. with a little bit of Dennis Rodman, like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, real yeah. real. Hard worker, yeah. defensive guy, can, you know, slash, get you an occasional bucket. Okay, but, okay. yeah, scoring is his biggest hurdle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like where Roberson couldn't make a damn free throw. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's. Well, Eli makes his free throws. Yeah, he now, does so make his free throws now. That is true. Team, but I that's. That, that, <laughs> that's the, I would say, the missing piece for yeah, him. You yeah, know, yeah. he he um, he does everything you want a player to do mm-hmm. in terms of the dirty work. Yeah. But. Obviously, he needs just some offensive arsenal to really yeah, get himself yeah. over the hump. Yeah. I think once he does, he'll be like Division three ready because he's already a brilliant kid. For you guys who might be listening, don't know this kid. You know, four student, nice. most likely going to be a four career student. The way he 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 is very meticulous about it, and you know, Division threes they they're all yeah. academic schools. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, and there's some good basketball oh, Division yeah. threes, like some yeah. good bas- and at the yeah. and it's yeah. just like you know I always go back to what Ted says. It's you know you're getting a discount on your education. That's exactly. really yeah. what it comes down exactly. to. You get a no, discount on your education for a 16 year old kid. He's got a very sort of mature outlook for mm-hmm. that. Like he he's for him, it's all about finding a way to play ball in college to help pay for for school because. Nice. You know, it's not going to be cheap. Yeah, and then, well, 
And doesn't he want to be a surgeon? He does. He wants, at least right now, he's yeah. he's in the health academy at Oakmont High School, yeah. so, uh, which has been already kind of a cool experience for him, even with the current situation. Wow. He'll be a uh, basketball playing surgeon. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the first time on this show about that life, talking about a basketball player wanting to become a surgeon. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good thing. You know I like what that. I mean? And so yeah. he, and, you know, his, his dad and his mom are, Definitely, I you know I'll give I'll give you this one compliment. You guys are definitely putting him <laughs> on on the right path. No, we're trying. It, and well, that's what I'm saying. Like between the camps, you know, obviously the club, you know, hiring me as a coach and trainer, yeah. um, you know, just every all we've invested in trying yeah. to help your son. No, it's definitely been worth. I don't know if I. It's definitely been worth it. I mean, there's parts of it where I probably would have not done one thing or the, but they're mm-hmm. little things like. You know, I think we did the Phenom Camp a couple yeah, summers, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was kind of, you know, no bad, you know, mojo to the Phenom Camp, but it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. Exactly. Um, and I think a lot of those camps can be challenging, as, mm-hmm. at least below high school level. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not getting an invite and it's there's not going to be coaches there, I can do that stuff locally. Exactly. Right. Um, so that's a bit challenging. But yeah. uh, overall, no, I don't have any regrets. All right, perfect. Well, then. Let's talk about just the you experience like at the game, at the showcase, oh. all the travel. Like, let's talk about you being a being a parent oh, in the boy. crowd. You know, there there's obviously some really good times, and yeah. we've seen some yeah. shit. <laughs> we see we some have. good and we bad have seen some stuff. Because, like I said, it's been. 300 plus games so it has. Uh, all over the country really yeah I mean, and, and for those folks well like most people out here probably listen or watch a or have kids in aau so mm-hmm. but if you go from rack ball watching your kid play rack to aau it's you know rack most of the parents are sane <laughs> 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 and then you get to you get to aau and uh, it's a whole different it's a whole different ball of wax um <laughs> and speaking even i'm not it's me as well i mean i've had moments where yeah. i'm like did that just come out of your freaking mouth <laughs> you know and so i was just thinking about like if i could tell an a somebody that's got a kid that's just thinking of becoming an a like, right right what would be best yeah how to you know you know things like give them your uh, advice they yeah need to well, okay well then I'll, th- I'll throw a couple things out, out out there uh don't coach your kid from the bench during the game let the coaches do that even Eli, you, a couple right? t- yeah I know. Look, y'all can't see ty <laughs> behind the camera but he loves that <laughs> he loves that one i know and it, even though fully well, I think I did it last week. <laughs> I say Eli, just like, what are you doing? So, um, because half the time they can't hear you, and the other half the time it just pisses them off. Anyway. They, just, <laughs> they go into the tank. Um, uh, don't yell at refs. It just, as a parent, like, to me, it's it's not going to make a difference in the game. Mm-hmm. And, again, it, I've been one of those. I think yesterday I said something like, you know, are you going to call the other guy calling fouls at all? Um, but it's, it, I just don't think that's helpful. Uh, a big no, no for me is don't talk to, uh, the players of another, like somebody else's opposing kid on team. Opposing yeah, team. On that's opposing a big team. Yeah. And I get it sometimes. And again, that's part of it. You get in, you're so vested in that moment, mm-hmm. right? Your mm-hmm. kid's playing. It's a close game. If it's a really close game and it's just uh, the fevers are running high. Um, what else? Oh, don't confuse, uh, what missed opportunities you had in athletics as a kid <laughs> with your own child? Because right. I'll be, I'll come clean. So I, uh, I tried out for, uh, I tried out for um, my freshman basketball team back in 1984 Ooh. to date myself. Shut yeah. up! Shut up! <laughs> you didn't just have your own, first, your first white guy, your first okay. old white yeah. guy. Uh, 1984, and I got, I was six feet. 
but had never touched a basketball in Ooh, my life man. and uh, got cut <laughs> during tryout. Like, it was just like, I was even at six feet. They're during like, we tryout? can't even. Yeah, yeah it was bad. Mark. That's when they bad. tap you on the shoulder. Like, it was bad. hey, better luck next year. So, so, like, so you didn't get a chance to look on the list and see if you made the list. No, they just during the actual wow. list. Like, Jay, we're sorry to let you. I'm like, dude, that guy's like three feet tall. Yeah, but he can dribble. <laughs> so I think that's another problem you run into with parents is like we live if we're not careful and we don't think about it, we live vicariously through our kids yeah. and it can create real problems. Yeah. So no, you're right. I think just, I mean, for me, the more I yell less now than I did probably two years ago and it just enjoy it and, you know, be there for your kid. Uh, don't undercut the coaches. Like if, you know, you know, you and I talk all the time and usually you and I are on the same page. And mm -hmm. if I have something, I'll just, you know, one, I'll tell you, like, go talk to him. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to him most of the time. That's unless great. You want me to. And parents need to hear that. Encourage yeah. your kids to talk to coaches, mm -hmm. not you yep. talk to coaches. Because when you get to high school and college level, yeah. ain't no talking. Yep. No. It's a go. And I mean, I think there's a. a if you know th there's an interest in the kid wanting you there, but the kid should be the one talking and really directing the conversation, mm -hmm. not the parent. Um, so I okay. don't know. no, this is all great stuff. I'm glad you you're saying it. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because parents, you know, no, like, and and then tomorrow I'll do like half the ones I just <laughs> like I'll be I'll be dropping f bombs or like at Eli across. The, I'll be yelling at a ref. I'll right? Be, yeah, no, like like uh, you're passionate. Yes, I'm very passionate, and my wife is very yeah, passionate oh, yeah. as well. Oh, so, Crystal, yeah, yeah. she's uh, she's definitely she is. has her moments. She is, but uh, you know, with all that being said, uh, and the, the parents that listen to this that are on our team, we have to me one of the best groups of parents, even though sometimes we're effectively dysfunctional as a group. Yeah, um, we it's there's I think it's a testament to the fact this team has been together as long as it's been together. right because our we, team yeah and four we, or five years yeah. yeah. We yeah. keep adding players, you know, first it was Jaden and then Ma mm -hmm. Matthew and Eli came mm -hmm. along and we keep then, you know, Trevor, Trevor and Tristan and, and, you know, we've just. And even though we haven't seen Daniel in forever, yeah, he's he'll, still, he'll, he'll be, he'll be <laughs> back, he'll be back. Right. So, and yeah, Mark, that's, that's the thing I was, you remember I talked about last episode, like the long game, yeah. I'm always looking for the yeah. long game. This yeah. is the example yeah. of it, you know what I mean? Because yeah. one thing I could tell coaches out there, if there are coaches who just listen and, you know, kind of want to pick my brain or what i see um you on top of recruiting players you do need to recruit parents you yeah. need to gauge um what type of parents you're getting because we've had some oh, yeah. interesting ones <laughs> along yeah, the way yeah. and you need to kind of gauge okay did they play a sport or if they didn't you know how what's their temperament you know how like yeah. okay if, yeah if they're like you said you you're in the game and you're yelling a couple things like come on make the shot or i mean that's whatever that's part yeah. of the context but if you're saying don't pass to them shoot the ball i mean yeah. that's a totally different mm. tone of conversation you know yeah. like you really coach is my biggest advice for you guys if you hear this like you know really um gauge your parents along with the kids like the kids being super talented that's great like of course talent speaks volumes yeah. but you need to know your parents i mean i even do that on the training aspect now do you do that mark like i know yeah. i do no i do i, I definitely uh Especially with the training, I mean, especially now moving forward, since you know I'm starting to get into it more. Yeah, I have to talk to the parents. You know, I have to understand them because you know at the end of the day, like with the parents, they 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 raise them. You right. know, and and for me, with what I do, of course, too, is I need to get to a point for true development. I got to know them the way you know them. 
You know what I'm saying? Because, of course, the skill work, we can do the skill work, but if I don't know temperament, if I don't know what buttons to push to challenge right, them, right. you know what I'm saying, then there's only a certain level that we can really get to. So, yeah, parents, got to talk to the parents, yeah. have to. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the other thing I was going to say, too, is the behavior of parents, AU parents, has an impact on their kids in the sense that, you know, we all want them to succeed and get to play in college. And I think one of those, my understanding of how it works is if your kid is coachable, like if the perception of a coach when they come to watch one of our games from a college is, wow, that kid, he may not be the best player, but he takes direction really well. If you're a parent that undercuts the coach or is yelling during games, there's a good chance that might translate into your kid. Yeah having inflated views of themselves mm-hmm. and where they are and, and then that's gonna show and they're gonna they're gonna gripe, they're gonna have facial experience all that stuff. Yeah, body language, all yeah, of it. It's yeah. very like so. everything you're saying is completely accurate. It's funny because you're describing what eighty, ninety percent of the college coaches say to me, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all the time. Like, is he coachable? What are his grades like? What's his body language like? That's less before they even talk about like what can he do on the court, you know yeah. what I mean? Because right. they already assume like well, if he's on your team, he must not suck. Like, but yeah. what, 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 what are the other intangibles about right. this kid? I'm because uh, I'm going to be around him for the, the next four years potentially. Like, yeah. I, I don't want an asshole. No. <laughs> so no. you know, and your son doesn't fit that at all. No, he's, he's a lot of things. He's not an asshole. <laughs> no, he's a very, very lovable kid. Um, let's see. So, you know, me and you, you know, we've had a lot of good conversations. You know, I view you like family more than anything. Like, and so. Um, you know, I wanted you to talk a little bit about just that kind of deal. Like, you know, I, I intentionally make my AU teams feel like a family, even so kind of a dysfunctional family at times, (laughs) but still like, that's real life. Yeah, exactly. It is. Cause we have a lot of different personalities in terms of the adults on this team. Um, yeah, we do. But I just wanted, kind of was curious from your perspective. Cause you know, I do it by design, right? but I'm not actually in it. All the time, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just wonder how you felt about all that or, you know, I, like no, I mean, that that's, perspective. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of the team of, of the whole experience is getting to know, you mm-hmm. know, new parents and new players. And I think we do a pretty good job as a mm-hmm. team of yeah. – Bring it, bring it. I am your team admin. That too. is true. He is right there. Yeah, well. I'm sorry. He's oh, doing, he does it, handle yeah. all my team admin stuff. Yeah, okay. that's another t- AAU tip, too. Don't give your team admin for your AAU team <laughs> crap. Either, <laughs> it's like, You're so, right. Yeah, but no, it is, it is, it's a neat experience to like see players come on the team and they're, you know, we have a new couple of new players this mm-hmm. this season that. Like Elijah and, uh, yeah, and his family. Really yeah, like yeah Carly and Chris are great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just watching them kind of get into the get use and some are quiet, some are more extroverts, you know, mm-hmm. but over time they develop the bonds and um and I think you do a good job. And I think part of it again goes to the way in which everybody's gonna get some playing time. So yeah. it, it it cuts down on some of the resentment I think you can see on some AAU teams where mm-hmm. if you have three or four players that never see the court and the parents sitting over there weekend after weekend just watching their kid yeah. sit on a bench across from them, it I it gets demoralizing. That. Yeah. Right. And, and I, uh, no, I just, you know, that is a purposeful tactic to me because I want, I want every kid to get a chance, you know, that's just really what it comes down to me. I, I've been that kid that wasn't given a chance and it it really reflects Mm -hmm. just for me personally, really reflects on that senior year I had at Oakland tech, even though my team was one of the top in the nation, I had a varsity coach who told me openly, I don't like you and I don't. 
I will do everything I can to not put you in if I can do it. But I was luckily good enough at points where he had to put me in. But, you know, to watch me and some of the guys sit on the bench, and in my opinion, wrongfully so, uh, I said I will never be that type of coach. I just can't. I, I, I can't watch a kid just sit there of course i have to use my judgment at times but you know i want i want the last guy on the bench to feel as he's just as important as my star player you know that's important to me some coaches it's just all about the winning you know it's all about the trophies and the medals and hey more power to you if that's who you are but it's just not never been a deal for me winning winning will happen right i just feel if you stay with the course winning's going to happen you right. know if it doesn't happen then you have to reassess you as a coach and see like what am i doing wrong because i feel if you're doing the right path of course you need some certain level of talent there's no doubt about that oh, yeah. you need a certain level of talent but if you have it and and you really cultivate it cuz again look at our path we started as yeah. dc level yeah we did and then we evolved into this yeah. Well, you've seen it. You highlight. You did yeah. my highlights. Yeah. Like yeah. you've seen the team. Yes, so, I have. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I tell you, Mark, if you saw this team two, three years ago, it wasn't that. <laughs> it wow. definitely wasn't wow. that. Wow. No, it was. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you think hey, that's but a, that's that's why you the goat. Oh, that's, that's why you the goat. That's yeah. why you the goat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just think I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we got a different perspective here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's one of my biggest yeah. critics. That's why he's he on one the of my show. best friends. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, no. Well, the other thing we haven't touched on too is uh, you have colorful language, and I yes. think sometimes <laughs> parents struggle with that a little bit, um, and still struggle with that. I yeah. think to some degree, I, that's never been an issue for me because it's it is it's just is what it is. Uh, <laughs> but the the thing I think it's great is if people don't take the time to listen to you. Um, yes, you you yell at them, you get on them, but it's never denigrate. It's never saying you are, you know, awful. Yeah, you are yeah. bad. You're a horrible person. Right. You just messed up. You yeah. screwed up. You did and I try to tell them how to, to fix it. Yeah, and then you'll pull them out, and they'll know it. Like they know it the minute they do. Like I'll see Eli out of position. I'm like, oh crap, here it comes. <laughs> but then he'll be right back in like, exactly. three minutes later. So, yeah, because yeah. I want them to. That's learn, good. assess, yeah. and get the yeah. hell out there and get it right. right. Like that's yeah. all. That's all it is for me. And yeah. and sometimes what I even tell parents, like sometimes I pull your kid out just to give him direction, or sometimes I pull your kid out because I just want to tell him Try you're doing a great job. Bad. Like you know, and say, hey, you're doing a great job. Go ahead and get back out there. Like there's there's so many dynamics when it comes to coaching and training and stuff, and mm-hmm. so many different conversations. And Mark, I'm sure you've had mm-hmm. a million different conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean yeah. with your players. It's yeah. it's. That's why I really try to tell parents, you only see at the game, you only see, uh, and maybe, and well, it's it's somewhat different for AU parents, but for sure school parents, you only see about 10 to 15% of the relationship I have with these kids. That's all you see is like Mm -hmm. 10 to 15%. If you just, if you just look, go to the games, you don't go to practices, you don't go to training sessions, whatever. That's the only part of the relationship you see. So if you see me light a kid up, curse him out a little bit, then yeah, some people from the outside are like, oh, my God, like, yeah. he's terrible. He's yeah. hurting his feelings. But it's like, no, if you look at that kid, he just dropped 27 points. Like, mm-hmm. he's coaching him. Like, yeah. He's just trying to teach him. Hey, you, I would say, obviously, you see more 
of that window. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. No, I just remember Eli's first practice with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, felt, I felt like I had, to, I had to put him in, like, counseling. Really? <laughs> his first practice. I kid you not. Mark, his first not, practice. It's, it's not a rare thing either. Really? Yeah. So what's up? Like Story a, time? So it's, what's like up? A, it's a rite of passage to really? make it through his original, his initial practice. My, my, so this is my philosophy. I ain't going to yeah, lie. Yeah, and yeah. this is kind of. I probably shouldn't be saying this. It's Let's kind go. of fucked About up. that life. Let's go. Okay, so my first practice, if a kid comes to my practice the first time, mm-hmm. I intentionally go at that fucking I kid. Like that. I mean, I go at him hard. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a prison, you <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I pick on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I don't nitpick. It's like yeah. I do drills that I know they're going to fuck up on. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. they're going to I know <laughs> they're going to fuck it up. Yeah. And so right when they do, I'm like on them like yeah, and I yeah. did it to his son like yeah. and li- I mean, I don't I didn't think I lit him up like at least four times, yeah. four or five yeah. times in that practice and and I hadn't even met like Jay. Yeah. I just like, "Hey, I'm Chris." And I'm like, and now I'm about to curse the damn son <laughs> for an hour and a half. Yeah. And 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 uh and I do that for damn near every kid on my team because I gotta know yeah. can you take it? Like That's that. just the reality yeah. of it. Yeah. Because yeah. we've been in so many hostile terror territories. I mean, you go oh, to yeah. uh, you go to Soldier Town in Oakland. Oh, yeah. That gym is so small and compact. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And let's just be real; it's in Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. go, you gonna hear some shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I'm bringing a multiracial. Yeah you know united nations team like you know what i'm saying yeah but largely from suburban <laughs> exactly <Rock. laughs> yeah. so it's like yeah. i need to know can you take yeah. this because exactly. if you think i'm bad you really have no clue and so exactly. um eli comes to practice i lit him up for like four or five different drills and things and and it, i mean i i could tell i was really getting under his skin and yeah. and, he's, and he started crying he broke yeah. down not yeah. in practice i want to say it was like a little yeah after, not right? in, not let's in, not get yeah. that on the podcast, no no it's not in. Yeah, <laughs> I, i'm correcting it no yeah eli definitely doesn't no. cry and um <laughs> and it's funny because I still laugh at what you said when you guys talked in the yeah. car. What, what, oh what, yeah, <laughs> I'm like he's he's like just breaking down, just like dad, uh, you know. Uh, and I'm like, so do you know I want to play for this guy? No, I want to play for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. okay, is this the beginning of an abusive relationship? <laughs> 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 like, so uh, no, but the longer we watched, my wife and I, and you know, but we're also both strong believers that. You know, we, we, you know, my wife didn't grow up with a lot. I, I did. I grew up middle, upper middle class. But, you know, we, our kids don't struggle a lot out here. You know, mm-hmm. we live a good life. Uh, you know, we make a decent income. And so, you know, they don't, he doesn't get as much. So both of us were like, yes, you know, you need to be mm-hmm. pushed. You need to be challenged. Yeah. Well, so it's all good. Love that. Well, the um, last thing I was going to ask you is just, you know, with COVID and all the different states shutting down and, you know, just just the whole background and everything and just kind of, you know, obviously we're doing courtside weekend after weekend after yeah. weekend, but we still have been seeing some really good teams and some yeah. good competition. Um, from going from the shutdown as a parent with your kids in the house yeah. day in, day out, um, to now having basketball back, even though it's not a big amount, like we're not traveling like we're used to or going to the Bay, but at least you yeah. can or have wearing that. Masks right, and, wearing masks. Right, wearing masks everywhere and stuff. But, I mean – has, do you think it's helped overall and it's just oh definitely I, okay. I mean i can't imagine uh him just kind of being in i mean and he was he was starting to do some training on his own and we created like a little gym in the garage to try to 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 get him to work out but it wasn't the same right um so to actually get in and want started training right before we started getting into the tournaments 
um, and then playing some basketball. And I know, you know, I know it's challenging out there because I know some parts of the country that yeah. stuff's not going on. Uh, but the case loads, case counts here are pretty small in uh, Placer. But uh, no, it's it's huge. It's it's been great. Good. Um, Good. So I, my positive thoughts to Elijah one. I know he's dealing with a lot. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, the the pressure to have the tournaments, and then you've got you know it's one of the few games in town. So we're like you said with the quality of the teams we're seeing. It's, I remember, I remember yeah. those hardwood tournaments oh, yeah, where we'd was, get teams that like, wait, are they really in fifth grade yeah, or sixth exactly, grade? They look right. like they're two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so but, uh, but no, it's, it's been, been nice. fierce. Yeah, it's, it been, has. it's been good. Uh, so let's switch gears. Let's talk about the NBA. This is a, yeah going to be uh, we got playoff games going on. Today or right now? Yep. Yeah, right now. Finished, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Lakers, Port. Oh no, Lakers and uh, Houston are net, uh, coming up. I think. Or are they? Well, or did right they're playing right now? Five thirty. Five. Okay, and then obviously I want to get into the more you know political yeah. stuff. I want to cut through that real, real quick because it just needs to be addressed. It's just oh, yeah. so much crap going on. Um, you know the postponing. Yeah. Right, that's why I call and said the boycott, mm-hmm. but the postponing with um with uh, the Jacob Blake shooting and just yeah. obviously people having enough. Um, what are our, what are our thoughts on that? Good thing, bad uh, thing. When, I mean, to me overall, a good yeah. thing, but I think know. it's, I think it was great. And I, I don't call it a postponement. I call it a boycott because okay. the NBA is not postponing it. If the players don't yeah. raise yeah, the yeah, issue, right. yeah. if Milwaukee doesn't start it and the other teams don't yeah. join in, they're just going to keep on playing. I mean, the, the black lives matter on the court, all that stuff, none of that stuff's going to happen mm-hmm. if the players don't make a point of making exactly. it happen. So, and I'll give credit to the NBA coaches too. It's as professional sports leagues go, for the most, not all of them, but like whether it's Steve Kerr or some of the uh, Popovich, yeah, very yeah. vocal about their support of that kind yeah. of stuff too. Very, so very it's forward kinda, thinking, uh, yeah, and, and that's and that's quite honestly, we need white allies. I mean, that's just you yeah. know what I mean. Like, it, it, no, I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Shut up, <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but we need. I teach Black History, Chris. <laughs> I'm the definition of a white eye. That is true. That is true. Well, I love your T-shirt, by the way. So yeah, you know. did, uh, should we tell the story? That did I tell you the story? Uh-uh. So I'm wearing this that the people can't see on the if they're just listening to it. It's a T-shirt yeah. that has names of famous Black history fig- figures on it: Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass. And uh, my wife and I were walking in a park in Rockland, and this older white woman walked by and said, "Are those your kids' names?" Oh, <laughs> oh my! God. And I looked at her like, "No, I did not know." I looked at her. I looked at her like. I thought she was kidding, and she, she was, was serious? not kidding. Wow. She was dead serious. Wow. So, and we've got some, don't get me wrong, we've yeah. got some woke, oh. woke white people of on course. our team we in, do. in Rockland, so I'm not trying to denigrate every white person in Rockland. <laughs> but if it was going to happen somewhere, it, it might was, happen there. It was going to happen here. That is that's pretty yeah. fucking funny. <laughs> it is. It was, I, and my wife didn't even catch it. Yeah. I had to tell her she's, she wanted to go back. Like, right. <laughs> I know Chris. So, I know she yeah. would. Did you no. just like move on from that conversation or did you get into teacher mode real quick? Or? I, yeah, I, I, I turned back and I said, no, they're famous historical figures. So <laughs> I wanted that dumbass on the end of it. She was an older. Yeah. I didn't want her to die. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> but to get back to what we were the, talking about with the NBA and, yeah. and everything that's been going on, I think we've seen good things come out of it. Is yes. that yep. uh, one of the things is they're going to a lot of the arenas are going to be voting. Yeah, places, voting booths, uh, which yeah, is nice. huge. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's especially this year with COVID, and I think people are going to be afraid to vote uh, in some areas just because they're worried about getting the virus mm-hmm. if they can't mail in ballot. So that's good. No, I think I think that's doing really good. Um, so let's talk about uh, Giannis. 
Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, I mean, they won today, right? A lot of pressure yeah. on him. But he didn't play. Yeah. Right? He played, I think, a yeah. half and then okay. got injured. Yeah. And then, um, so, obviously, he might, well, I shouldn't say might. I think he's leaving. But um, where, do, where do y'all think he should go? Boston. Wow, wow, Boston. <laughs> I would get there before Mark. <laughs> me, me personally, I mean, like I said, who knows? We'll see what happens. But, um, like, I believe, like, in the situation that he is in right now, you know, being. So let me ask you guys this first. Do you guys feel that they should name the MVP before the finals or before the playoffs or during the playoffs? So, like, let's say yeah. if what if they got swept today and he gets MVP? Do you feel... In your opinions, do you guys feel that that's okay? He gets back-to-back? Or does that kind of put a little question mark? Because, okay, they just got swept. They were supposed to come out and play the Lakers in the finals. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, man, that's – the MVP award has always been kind of um, something um, I I struggle with. And Mm -hmm. the only reason I mean is because, right, we're talking about the most valuable player, Mm -hmm. right? Right. If we went based off of pure analytics and just was like, well, who's the best player that mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. Um, for the period, mm-hmm. it, it would skew some of the numbers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some guys wouldn't be MVP candidates straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, the the history of the MVP, and people can look this up if they think I'm down it, it's usually one of the top two teams best in record. the NBA. They usually have the top two records. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually the only time where that algorithm, if you want to call it that, was broken was Russell Westbrook. Yeah, triple-double. Yeah. Because oh, he right. was the triple-double machine. Right. Mm-hmm. So he, he literally had to break the system right. in order for him to get the MVP award. The MVP usually goes to the top two teams with either, either side. And so that's why I kind of struggle because – if we're talking about value, the most valuable player, there's times where uh, LeBron didn't get it, where I thought mm-hmm. he deserved it. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. because they, you know, their references, he didn't have the numbers yeah. per se, like a James Harden or a Kevin Durant mm-hmm. or a, you know Russell Westbrook that he can't be in that race. Well, then mm-hmm. what's the value then? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the value of the team. Like, okay, Devin Booker for the Suns. is what, Couldn't we say he's the most valuable player for that team? But, mm-hmm. of course, the Suns don't have a winning record. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I kind of would like them to give the award maybe after playoffs or, yeah. you know, uh, shit, maybe even in the finals. Like, yeah. you're the, you know, you're the finals MVP and – yeah, the uh, yeah. NBA MVP. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. your team doesn't win a championship without you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, I've yeah. noticed it's it's been a regular season. Remember, even when James Harden won won it. Yeah. You know, at, and and the way it's always been looking is is what he's doing during the regular season. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then of course, when he gets to the playoffs, he's either out of the first or second round. But that's my right. issue with the regular season now, with this yeah. load management stuff yeah. and yeah. teams sitting out and, yeah. you know, padding stats. Because it was very obvious Westbrook was out there padding his rebounds. I mean, it's right. it's hard to – with analytics, it's – the analytics has definitely evolved and changed the game in a positive direction. I have no problem with analytics. I'm a true believer mm-hmm. that it plays a huge factor. For sure. But because basketball players are aware of analytics, mm-hmm. they yeah. adjust their yeah, game for right. it. That's you true. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It's no. I think I I think I agree. It'd be nice just to collapse the the season MVP and the playoff MVP together and just mm-hmm. yeah. 
To say you're the best player that got your team a championship. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> In the story. But, I mean, basketball's not the – I mean, baseball's got the same problem. Yeah. Like the Cy Young Award is a top pitcher. You know, you could be Kershaw, and Dodgers fans are going to hate me. <laughs> you know, he tends to implode. Right, right, right. Wrong, so. and, and I think that makes a factor. So, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the Steve Nash hire. Steve Nash, because, you know, there was a little, at least from Stephen A. Smith's perspective, there was some controversy there. Race. Uh, Yeah, he called it white privilege, you know, or this is a definition of white privilege. Me personally, me personally, I just think that it's who you know. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Kevin Durant and Steve Nash are pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, when he was with the Warriors, they worked out together. There's literally a bunch of photos of them together. He was Mm -hmm. sitting the bench during the games. For sure. Mentoring him. Yeah. Yeah. If I... You know, if I'm Steve Nash, I'm pulling that card. Yeah. Hey, KD, I want to come yeah. coach your team. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. really think it was a – and, again, uh, uh, Ty Lu, right, he applied for the yeah. job. With um, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson applied yeah. for the Billups. job. Yeah, and uh, Sam Cassell. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't think those guys are undeserving. Yeah. But basketball, like a lot of – sports yeah. and just things in general is who you know well and i think i think both can be true right it can be true that steve nash is could be a really great coach mm-hmm. and yes katie likes him and so that makes sense and so not necessarily questioning that but it can also be true that the underrepresentation of african-americans in coaching and even more importantly upper management mm-hmm. in the nba absolutely although the nba is better than the nfl yes. and these other yeah. sports as well uh, is also an important issue that needs to be looked at. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Stephen A. Smith sometimes rubs me the wrong way, but I think that's mm-hmm. it's a, it's a factor. And yeah, yeah, it could be. It could be because we don't know. I think, too, just because of what's going on right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that definitely yeah. has to, like, I guess you have to talk about it. But, I mean, like I said, Tyron Lou, Mark Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Like, those really. Sam Cassell, who's yeah. been an assistant for right. years, right. who've been pl- paying their dues, mm-hmm. where, okay, yes, Steve Nash is a back-to-back Hall of Famer, you know what I'm saying, great point guard, maybe he could teach some things to Kyrie, was in the lab with, with KD, mm-hmm. with, with the Warriors. I feel like maybe also, too, is like, you know, copycat league, they want to copy the Golden State Warriors. Steve Kerr had no coaching experience. Yeah. You know, get a guy who's just a – player coach who, mm-hmm. who you know yeah. players can relate to take up take away the race thing yeah. you know what i'm saying and then of course you know it's, it's steve nash you know what i'm saying yeah. i mean you can look at it that way but then like i said you look back at guys who've been paying their dues who are african-american yeah. and it's like well why can't right why can't that happen quick you or know right. what I'm saying? luke walton on the can i mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 that was that definitely i actually have more problems with that higher than yeah that. yeah i i totally agree with you on that one he that got one. fired by the lakers and boom he yeah. got a job yeah, yeah that that's definitely yeah that that i would circle that more than yeah. anything else yeah. um well then i wanted to talk about some uh uh you know just some of the more tragic stuff going on we haven't been we haven't recorded in a few weeks so you know, just wanted to, well, really send a shout out and some prayers for Jacob Blake. And, yeah. you know, obviously mm-hmm. for those who are listening or watching on YouTube, I'm I'm sure we all saw or enough people have heard about, you know, the unfortunate <laughs> uh, attempted murder <laughs> on uh, this man's yeah. life. You know, shooting him in the back seven times. Um, now he's paralyzed. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and someone who's 
understands what it's like to not be able to walk or run or anything again because when i ruptured my achilles i mean it's Mm -hmm. (laughs) it changes your life it does and uh you know prayers up to you man hope uh hope you can keep pushing and and you know make some positive moves for you also uh chadwick bozeman right yeah you know no he's yeah yeah and well, Mark, you said he, well, you saw I, they used to hoop and stuff, Yeah, right? high school. Yeah. He played ball in high school. Yeah. yeah. So well, he's, 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 I mean, of course, watching Black Panther, like, he's an athlete. Yeah, so oh, yeah, for sure. That, you know, for sure. Did his own stunts, but definitely had an athletic background. Yeah. yeah. And well, so, and that, I mean, that his, when he played Jackie Robinson in 42. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah. And that was great. Uh, we took James our son. Brown too. Yeah, yeah, I know. We took our son to see that, and he was young at that point, and it made such an imprint on him. Nice. Like, our dog is named Jackie. After oh, really? He's like, Dad, I got to name the dog Jack. Oh, like, that's all right. nice. That's really all cool. Right. Well, I only call him Jack because people think it's a girl. No, we're naming Jack. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's really cool. So, yeah, no, it like is. That. Um, I like that. Yeah, he was way too young. Way yeah. too young. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and the fact that he could do all this while he was yeah, he didn't fighting. Four years. I mean, four years he was going through treatment for. Well, and I know you personally know. You know, yeah, because yeah. his his wife had uh oh wow cancer and stuff. So you yeah, know she's been through it twice. Yeah, um, so I know you can, healthy now. So yes, that's, yes, uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and she and she's a nurse too, so she sees. Yeah, she sees all of it. Love you, Crystal. I know you might hear it and see this. So appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, and just just wanted to touch base on that. And you know, uh, Chadwick Boseman. I'm sure you and your family uh here uh you know. You've been hearing from a lot of people and just want you to hear from my small corner too that, you know, yeah. for the for the Bozeman family out there, uh, our hearts go with you, man. And, you know, uh, if you're, uh, well, I shouldn't say if, I know he's in heaven mm-hmm. and hopefully he's, uh, you know, doing his thing and living uh, living his best life with God right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> Real that. life superhero. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Real life superhero. So, Mark, I wanted to talk about your trip. Yeah, talk about Scotland Yard, so man. you can fill me in a little bit on that. Yeah, so I mean, you guys all remember, you know, MJ was our first uh, athlete mm-hmm. when he was on our show, and you know, I got a, I had a chance to go with his family to send him off at you know Scotland Prep, you know, top five program in the nation. Um, two years, two years of just grinding, you know, guiding, studying, you know, to where he, you know, coming from a small town like Vacaville. Yeah. To be in the position where he is now, it just that trip besides sending him off with the family and getting to I won't lie, it kind of brought me back to my days when, you know, when I went to Iowa, you know, and and, and going to a school where it was in the middle of nowhere and, you know, in the dorms and getting ready to meet all these people (laughs) where he's in a situation that's more upgraded, you know, and, 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 and of course, like going through my experience, getting to see this again after how many years, you know, knowing what to do and what not to do right he's in a great situation but at the same time i just got to really it opened up my eyes to see besides all the stuff that i do when it comes to the skill training of it really is about who you know the yeah. network you know what i'm saying so so getting to see you know one of my college teammates one of my really good friends you know he's the lead assistant coach there so you know, i was basically just shadowing him you know those yeah. four yeah. days getting getting to go to meetings you know uh uh, the head coach there, Chris Cheney, legendary coach. A lot of people who don't know, who don't know about the basketball community. He's the he's the pioneer who started the whole prep school thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was going to ask, where did that start? Yeah, yeah, started with him. Um, 800 plus wins, the most wins at his age for any type of level. You know what I'm saying? Wow. NBA, NBA guys, D1 guys. He knows Coach Cal, Coach K. Like, wow. so it's crazy. Like, you know, I was 
in there with him, you know, sleeping on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're with basketball mind. Yeah, you know, and, and, and seeing how things work there and it just it gave me more motivation coming back home with the with the kids that I help in my little area, knowing that if MJ does what he's supposed to do, you know what I'm saying, which I know and I'm very confident he will. Because, you know, just from what I'm seeing is they were a top five program last year and it's looking like with the recruiting class that they have, they have like the number seven ranked kid, Brandon Hatley. Uh, who plays for B Mays Elite, one of the top AU teams in the nation. Wow. Bobby Mays, who used to play for the Tennessee Volunteers, used to play for Chris Cheney. So wow. here's the network, okay, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. To where, okay, you it's know. the pipeline right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he they, a, a handful of ranked kids are going there, and they like to get a couple, uh, 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 surround them with diamonds in the roughs. Guys like MJ, no rank, no stars, no nothing. When they get there, everybody's equal. It nice. don't matter. It oh, don't matter nice. if you're five star, four star, if you're not ranked, if you're coming from a small town. It's basically basketball boot camp. You know, wow. and then it also like showed that. me and also yeah. showed me, like I said, why why it's important for you to have your grades and do what you're supposed to do in high school. Because once you get to prep school, if you do the prep year, right? And this is what I learned. It doesn't really matter if, if, if you're going to class there. Of course you're going to class there. They need to show that. I mean, of course there's online. But that year doesn't affect your your time clock, right? Okay. If you're a post grad, yeah. So yeah. basically, they're still looking at what you did in high school, right? So your focus there is strictly basketball, right? You know, it's, yeah. it's, They have you on a schedule, weights, mm -hmm. practice, skill work, film, da da da, this and that. So getting to see that and knowing that, you know, with MJ, we've been working. Basically, we've been doing this for the last two years, so he's fully prepared. Nice. But my thing is more of okay, being being with my uh, being with my friend and, and seeing how we operated. He just had he had numbers of big time coaches like that, <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, okay, you know what I'm saying? So, well, you just could make a call, like, bro. Check this out, you know. So he dials a coach, <laughs> you know, a big time coach, and and it just and, and he and I get to see just how everything worked, and there are so many talented kids in the world, not all of them are gonna make it, oh. and necessarily yes, you could, and that's what I'm learning too is you can put in so much work and still still not be at maybe what you're supposed where you're projected to be just because you're not surrounded by the right people your parents don't know anything they don't understand the process even though they may think they know it right and at the same time it's like yes the the work the training you're supposed to do that if right. you're really trying to be good you're supposed to do that and even more so by the time you get to that type of level everybody's that good it's basically now it's like like i said when i went there it was like it's basically like a, a buffet for coaches to go to a school Right. Because nobody's really going to go to a from what I've seen, nobody's going to go to a public high school in Vacaville to go recruit. No, no. they're going to go to Scotland Prep because they got, oh, what you got? You got the number seven ranked kid. You know, he's getting offers from Louisville. Right. So now all these coaches are going to go see that kid. But who's that kid? Who's that kid right there? You know, exactly. what I'm saying? He's, he, he actually looked better than the kid that I want. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that kind of opened up my yeah. eyes from like, OK, you know, talking to some of my guys that I train with, you know, what I'm saying I'm like, hey. This is the blueprint. I can make a call now, right? But are you worthy? Are you are you gonna put in the work? You know what I'm saying? Are you are you are you willing to put in the extra work to get to a level like this? Because from what I saw, it's like once you get to that level, there's no for course for me, because I work with younger kids or whatever, I can be patient. I can you know, talk to them more to try to, you know, know okay, well, we got one or two more years to get you <laughs> there. If you ain't ready, yeah. They're out of here. You, you done. Because, yeah. you know, okay, we got another kid who's a four-star anyways. Yeah. We got another kid who's a five-star. 
So, so it, like I said, it, it opened up my eyes to what uh, a lot of kids need to understand that not everybody's going to make it. But if you believe that you're good enough to make it, then 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 you just have to keep working. You know what I'm saying? So so yeah, man, it was it was a great trip. You know, being out there in Pennsylvania and also noticing <laughs> when I was out there when I left the campus, right? Of course, now we're going to go to political stuff. Right, right, right. It was a lot of Trump supporters out there. I told I told MJ, do not leave your dorm room, yeah. do not leave campus, right? Because it was a whole different world out there, bro. Yeah, I'm thinking I like, damn, they, they got a top five program. A lot of African American kids who are really talented on this campus, but once you leave out of there, it's, I was like, yeah. "Damn!" Like going back in time, yeah. So, so that was kind of interesting, just seeing how that worked. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really excited for 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 the future and and what's gonna happen. So, yeah, right. well, good. Well, that's shit. That's a lot of good information for these people <laughs> to know. Yeah, I wanted to talk about a uh, courtside and some of the. Some of the, you know, stuff this past weekend I've I've been observing and seeing, um, and and we'll get a couple more details and you know keep getting through. But uh, the first thing is uh, there's a kids kids are playing for like seven different teams in a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it is bad, bro. I seen some highlights from from Simply where they would highlight a kid. Yeah. And they would have him on the same highlight, but he wore another jersey. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what the hell? I'm telling you, bro, like <laughs> these kids, I don't even think they practice. I don't think, uh, and I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm very disappointed in the coaching community <laughs> that's allowing this to happen because that really falls on us. Yeah. And if coaches are just cool with letting these kids do that, you know, I'm cool with kids playing on two teams. Like I said, my limit's two teams. That's all you yeah. need, two teams. When one, week, one, when one team isn't playing, the other one can be playing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But when you got – Kids playing for literally in this showcase. I've seen kids play for like five or six teams at a time. Damn. Yeah. I, 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 what, what are they learning? What, yeah, what yeah. Are, they're not. It's just, it's just come, it's just pick up with medals yeah. at the end. Well, and then what do you, as a parent of a kid who'd probably be one of the kids on the team where this guy just shows up and is like, yeah, oh wow, this guy's amazing, but now what, you know, yeah, I, I think it can really do some damage to the, <laughs> for sure, to the team. You know, team sensibility, and especially yeah. if a kid on the team is like been there, yeah. grinding and yeah. practicing every day, showing yeah. up, and then boom, just some kid now and he's that, getting all, all the your touches. Minutes are gone. All yeah. your minutes are gone. All yeah. the you know, and then and then it's been you know, I've had my own conversations uh, with Elijah Juan. Uh, you know, Hardwood plans on opening back up the oh, 18th really? of this month. Yeah, oh, the 18th. Okay. So, you know, their competitors are going to open it back up. Uh, back up and this is the reality of hardwood and courtside let's i'm just going you know keep it a buck let's just call it what it is Put the dirty laundry out there of course because why not right um (laughs) and if jacob you hear this if you happen to hear this uh, which at courtside this ain't no knock yeah it's not it's no knock on you guys it's not knock on you as an individual and steve at hardwood if you hear this we've already had these conversations so don't act like i'm saying it's nothing brand new but (laughs) you know courtside is looked at more as the hood basketball tournament, the the less professional basketball tournament. Not not as bad as Demario. Uh, <laughs> but at least their air conditioning works. Though. Yes, that is hardwood true. Hardwood, yeah, hardwood needs to fix their damn AC. Yeah. But and then hardwoods looked at more as like the suburbia mm, basketball yeah. tournament. You okay. know, less fights, less 
<laughs> less tomfoolery. Yeah, <laughs> right? That's uh, that's the word I'm going to use. Did Tom you just foolery. use the word? Yeah, tomfoolery. Let's <laughs> call that. So, and I know Elijah Wan really actually does want his structure to be more organized and stuff. So, you know, my encouragement to the coaches and parents that do listen to this or do watch this, you know, if you if if we all individually try to do better at these tournaments, and that means. Yes, be be passionate about the the games. Yes, want your kid to succeed. Yes, want growth. But this whole poke your chest out and want to fight somebody thing, you know, threatening to grab your gun from the parking lot, like that shit happens at courtside. Yeah. I mean, you hear these stories at courtside even prior to the to the yeah. lockdown, and I'm like, you, you don't want that reputation, yeah. especially where we're at. That's just the reality of it. The, the county sheriff's office is right around the corner. Yeah. Like the jail is right down the street. And last thing I want is to see a couple of brothers get locked up over right. a youth basketball game. Yeah. Like that's just, I mean, I had a, I had a coach this past weekend uh, talking about he was going to beat my ass because really? we were beating his wow. team by 30 or 40. It was that first team we played. Oh yeah. Um, the, 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 where the coach like, you know, right. was flipping out. I, I, yeah, he was and he, and you know, he said and walked away. I didn't respond. I was just like, whatever, man. Like, but <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about it in my head. I'm like, is this guy really see? Like, this is this is yeah. what it's come down to. You want to fight me because the kids are playing good basketball? Yeah. Like, you know. So, my, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm all for what Courtside's doing. I'm all for what Elijah Wan's doing. My, the, the overall message I'm trying to get out is, parents, players, coaches. Let's try to collectively do better because I don't want to see courtside be labeled as oh that's the hood tournaments yeah. that's that's the that's the ghetto tournaments that's mm. the you know that's that's yeah. that's where the that's where the the unwanted go like right. i don't want to hear that it's all no. just basketball players you know but the to be fair what i got to give credit to hardwood they just have zero tolerance mm. like if you cross that line yeah. they ban you Damn. they don't care they have bro they get so many teams they have to give teams to other places wow so and when they open back up you know yeah. Oh man, there's going to be, be so oh yeah. Be really busy. Yeah, so they're like, "Oh, you cheated and had a, you know, 17-year-old on your 8th grade team? Up oh, your ban." Wow. Oh, you had Oh, you want to threaten one of the referees? Your ban. Oh, you want to get into a fight with another parent in the crowd? Both teams are banned. Like, Ooh. and they don't care. Yeah. They just Steve's like, "I don't care." Yeah. They'd be like, "Well, we'll never come back." I know cuz I banned you. <laughs> like, like yeah. it's like I don't care cuz guess what? I got 700 other teams that want your spot. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of like that. Yeah, I've been trying to encourage Elijah Wan to actually yeah. do that. So, do you, do you notice that's a bigger problem as you're getting into the high school years? Like, or do you see it across the board as, as equally challenging? Nowadays, I'm seeing it all across the board. I oh, want to yeah. say, because in high school, because most of the kids by that time, the bodies are starting to regulate out. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, kids are like, of course. A 17-year-old is still different than a 15-year-old, right. but it's not as drastically different as a 14-year-old is to a 10-year-old. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like you look at uh, our boys, right? Yeah. I mean, Trevor and Cab are 6'6", six, six, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. they're 15, you know, right. about to be 16. I think Cab's actually younger than everybody. I so, think he is, yeah. And yeah. he's, yeah, he's 6'6", six, six, you know. Yeah. There are seniors that are, you know, Five nine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? But so, you know, that's where the skill and, and the craftiness, the you know, the right. abilities differ. So yeah. I really just think uh, for the younger side, it's more 
it's more visually prevalent. Like you can yeah. drastically see the difference when this random, mm-hmm. you know, six foot two, you know, fifth grader walks onto the court. Then, okay, you might have a, a, a seven or no, like a six eight uh, a junior or six right. eight. He's playing. 15 you but he's 17 right. well it's like hey do your thing because i got a 6'6 six, six, yeah, yeah. uh, uh yeah. freshman that is not scared of your ass like right. and let's see what happens you know what i mean like you can right. match up and say screw it we'll yeah. we'll go at you you beat us you beat us right yeah. right yeah. is a good example i could have of that is remember when i put um the boys in eighth grade when i put them in that 17 you bracket at hard oh, with yeah. that one time yeah. like yeah in eighth grade i put matt and him in a yeah, 17 yeah. bracket and we won one game yeah hey. we won yeah. one and two Okay. Uh, as eighth graders, I said because we were just That's killing. Dumb. We were yeah, killing yeah. that year, and I yeah. just was like, "Well, we were playing. Remember, we were playing that ghetto basketball. Remember yeah, the Idaho uh, yeah, Rebels. Yeah, the the Idaho. Yeah, yeah this team. This team from Idaho <laughs> called my team ghetto. Your wow. Rockland suburban I was like, ghetto basketball. We're from Rockland. Like, what the fuck are you talking? About? I was like, I'm from Oakland. Yeah, Maybe you yeah. call me that, but I was like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Well, these kids have never seen a ghetto in their life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first times I was taking them to uh, Soldier Town, yeah. and, oh, and you know, oh. And, yeah. And took them to my house and shit. I mean, they were yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. I was and like, one of the parents didn't even want to, like, pull up outside. The yeah, house. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That person will remain nameless. <laughs> wow. I was like, but, and then they, we did it so much. They're yeah. used to it now. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're going to Soldier Town again, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, they like, whatever, I don't give a shit. Like, that's I said, man. but that's the. That's wow. the growth, right? That's yeah, the growth. Because right. yeah. I'm like, I said, fellas, if you want to well, be elite, you got to find elite. Well, yep. that's one thing we haven't really talked about is that the AU, especially in areas like ours, it's it, it, one of the other pluses is like these kids get exposed to a level of diversity. They're not getting other. Like if yeah. Eli goes to just the schools he's going to, mm-hmm. um, the only diversity he sees is within his own house. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's really, I mean, yeah. And yeah. then love love parents out there that you know he's been friends with at his schools, but it's like he came to to AU and you know you look at our team, it's like that old Benetton commercial, you know, yeah. like it's, it's just like yeah. the, it's the freaking you. It's racial ethnic exactly. rainbow. Exactly, it so, really uh, is. It's it's really cool for that too. So yeah, yeah. and and again, you know, uh, trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, speak, uh, speaking of that, I, well, I want to circle back on that one since I mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the process for the Sixers didn't work. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, yeah, no. coach <laughs> got fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the process didn't work there. So good luck, good luck, yeah. uh, Philly. Y'all figure that out. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, on funny events, uh, which I found was pretty funny, and just talking and sharing with y'all. So my 12U team played this morning at 8:30, and we and, and we played against a seventh and eighth grade team, oh. my sixth grade team, oh. and um, that wasn't on purpose. This really? eighth grade team played in a sixth grade bracket. Wow! <laughs> and the reason I know they were eighth grade is because one of the players used to play for me. <laughs> His name's Nehemiah. I was like Nehemiah. What the? I was like, yeah. what you doing out here warming up? He's like, I'm about to play, coach. I said. Why? Why are you playing my sixth yeah. graders? You're in the eighth grade, and he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> and, and so the coach got mad at me because I was laughing about it. Really? He actually got mad at me and was like, "What's so funny?" I said, "Well, it's funny that you have an eighth grade team, seventh and eighth graders right. playing against yeah. sixth graders, and and the deadline is September first. Yeah. So really, they're eleven years old and chess turned." Mm. You know they're going to right. turn twelve. You know what I'm saying. So is so, that the coach's decision to put your? So as a coach, yeah. So so the way it them. works, like when you enter a tournament or whatever, yeah. let's say courtside, grassroots, whatever, yeah. um, you select the age, right? right? So you go online, you say, okay, 
like with these guys because they're now officially 16 you you know they were freshmen which is 15 you now after september 1st they're officially considered 16 you which is basically sophomores you go online you say okay I want to be 16 you, and then you pick the division, Division One, Division Two, Division mm-hmm. Three. Typically, your most elite teams are going to yeah. go Division One. Yeah. You know your mid mid teams, Division Two, Division, and so on and so forth. So you pick your three divisions. Sometimes they go lower than that, but you pick your three divisions or colors because sometimes they go gold, silver, right. bronze, plastic. I don't fucking know, whatever. <laughs> like they go, you know, you pick you pick your uh, you pick your team, and then. Um, then you go. Okay. So that means this guy had to purposely go online, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pick 12 U, Division one. Oh, yeah. Wow. With a bunch of 13 and 14-year-olds. Yeah. And that's where I say you can clearly see the difference between an 11-year-old yeah. mm-hmm. and a 4-year-old. And the cold part is my team was winning most of the game, but we still ended up losing by 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. They still have to work for that. You should have just given my address. I would have given him medals for his whole. Eli's yeah, got yeah. like a thousand. Of exactly. Them. Like if, if if you just wanted the medal, that's just right. silly. And it's it is what it is, man. You know, I just was like, it, and the coach was getting mad because I was laughing. I'm like, yeah, because it's funny. Like it's funny right. the desperation that I see these coaches have, you know, um, and, and to get yeah. this wins or this success. Like yeah. if wins are the only way you measure your team's success, then yeah. you've, you've kind of missed it. You've yeah. missed the boat. You well, know what, what are you mean? teaching your kid? Like exactly. you're, if you're, your goal is to prepare them to play at a higher level, you're exactly. not, you're playing lower level talent. They're right. going yeah. to get smacked when like, they start playing. Like what did that do for you? So, you know, uh, coaches are definitely cheating all over court side. Um, <laughs> they're not, they's, they haven't been moving their teams up due to yeah. September, you know, like Elijah Wan ask, but let's just be real. The coaches lie. You know what yeah. I mean? They'll say, yo, yeah, yeah, we're 13 we're you, and he don't know unless you've played there already until they come to the game. And then you see kids with beards and, <laughs> you know, things like My seventh grade played a team, uh, was it last weekend? Yeah, the the um, I, they played them eighth grade because they're eighth grade now. Yeah. Um, the, two of the kids on the opposing team had, like, full-on beards. Like full on beard, and they were, and the coach, like Elijah, wanted questioning. He was like, "Is that are these two kids?" And and the coach got hella loud and said, "Just so you all know, he's in seventh grade. He's a he, well, he contra- It was weird because he said the stupidest <laughs> shit. He said, he said he's thirteen. He becomes a freshman next year, or and he or he's a freshman this year. That's what he said. He said Oops. he's thirteen, but he's a freshman this year. Wow. Okay. I said, um." So either he's a genius and skipped two <laughs> grades or <laughs> you just messed up yeah. and told on yourself. Right. And the cold part is we still won. Damn. We still won. Made them look foolish. Man, it was it was the uh, team you recorded that time at Hardwood, my seventh. Oh, for uh, real? Yeah, that yeah. elite team. Yeah, yeah that's, with Muhammad in there. That's, yeah, that's Chris's favorite team. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, that is not. Yeah. He swears my, up my, and down. No, I, I always give the him the back on my team. Hey, oh, I've been hearing hear the players say that, too. Yeah, we give, we give you crap all the time. They give man. me so they are much the golden shit. children. They are we are not. The, you're, our team is the Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> of the Chris Collins I could have swore y'all team has been on. A lot of my s- highlights as of late, especially yeah. the Simply Basketball yeah. highlights, yeah, a lot more than any other yeah, team. That's because we're kicking ass. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it had nothing to do with me trying to okay, help that all out. Right, all right, all right. A little bit. Uh, okay, okay. I'll take a little all credit. Right, okay. A little bit. <laughs> uh, the only other thing in that kind of, well, just wanted to add, uh, we gotta, well, we're got we hitting towards our closing time, but uh, no, I wanted to give a shout-out to Coach Robinson. Um, he's a uh, uh, – 
he's back in YBA, yep. right? You know, we have a lot of history with that team. That's been like our yeah. rival slash mirror yeah. slash. Eli plays for him too. High <laughs> yeah, he, he does, did. He, he did play and for he him. Will. That he is true. Yeah, he's yeah. going to play for Everything L. Robinson. Yeah. yeah. No, um, but I definitely, you know, I wanted to give a shout out to Coach Robinson. Um, he's a he's a great coach, great person, you know, Um and he and he does. He loves his kids. That that was the team he watched practice. That okay, you were watching right practice. There? Yeah. That. Yeah. So which one the, was him? Was he the one? The, in the, the big blue shirt? Uh, big dark skin oh, okay, brother. Okay, yeah. Okay, um, okay. That's um, Marcus Robinson. Really good dude. Really good coach. Coach at Oakmont. Uh, he me, he's been at YBA for five, no six years, seven years, okay. and he became the coach of Team Touch. Oh. Okay. He took kind of took his boys, became the coach yeah, of Team Touch. His team and my team have a very interesting history and rivalry. I, don't have enough time to get into all of it, but the quick version is we're both in the same class. And his team was always kind of the superior team. And again, this is, you know, the long run. As my team kept progressing and getting better, we ended up eighth grade year being mirror images of each other. We were in this unique spot where we had two elite teams. And it was his team and my team. And now fast forward to freshman year, that's when he kind of, took his ball and left and went to team touch. And then my boys kind of took over the overall mantle of the top freshman group. We played them twice, beat them the first game by one. The next time we beat them, we beat them by like 20. We decimated them. Like, and, and you could see from him and the, and the twins that Tyree and Tyrese Rose and Derek and the guys who've been through that history, you could just see the, on their face, the shock, like, yeah. this never happened. Because yeah. before, they used to kick our ass. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah. Sixth grade, seventh oh, grade, yeah. eighth grade year. It we were there. mental. It yeah. was like. Uh, we were their fucking like, punching bag. Yeah, was, and then we finally, in high school, not only just, you know, yeah, we, the first win, it was like, oh, one by one point. Yeah. And, you know, they, I can see they kind of was like, oh, that's a fluke. Like, Then the second time yeah. we play them. Winning, huh? So we, at one point, I want to say we were up by like 25 points. Yeah. And, and we just. You know, they you could see like and so and then there was a lot of more dynamics with Robinson and that team touch team that that's his business. I'm not going right. to get into it, but I told him, dude, just come on home, man. Yeah, yeah. Just come yeah. on home, come back to YBA. We'll help build you a good yeah. team. And now you saw the team; one of yeah. your boys is on yeah, it, and it's yeah. a good ass looking team. Yeah, so now we're back in the same boat with two. 16U elite yeah. YBA teams that plan to go out there and whoop a lot of ass. So hey. you know, Coach Robinson, I'm glad you're back, brother. Um, Hold on, my my fault because I gotta make sure I do this. Oh, what? Oh, you lucky! You lucky right now. <laughs> I didn't you even mess lucky. with it. And it's not working. Karma's, what do they say? Karma's a bitch. You are lucky. It's not working what right you, now. What was you about to hit him with? I was gonna hit him uh, with the splash. You know he hates my sound effects. Uh, you are lucky. It's not working. Maybe. Oh darn! It's not working. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, Sorry for you. I'm gonna find a damn. There you go. There you go. Hey, <laughs> one more for Coach hey, Robinson. Hey, Jay doesn't like my sound effects, so uh, screw him. Jesus, so yeah. one more for him. <laughs> Three times. Like, feel like I'm an episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, one thing I wanted to address, you know, talk about respectfully, disrespectful. Um, and I just, I just got to get this one out because a few people have texted me. I talked to you about it. Mm-hmm. I obviously talked to you about it. And uh, I want to talk about the Hoyas thing, the Hoyas comment. Um, Mm. If they're listening, which I hope they do. I know Durante listens. That's the assistant coach of the Hoyas, and he's my friend. Um, And if Al listens, the the head coach for the Hoyas, I want you to listen too. Um, I I don't – I'm not apologizing, nor do I retract 
my comment on what I said last episode. So let me make that clear. This isn't me trying to make sure you like me or feel better. But I do want to clarify that I respect the hell out of your team. And I think you have a phenomenal group that you've grown for a very long time because, again, that's another group oh, yeah, that we've, we've played, played against for years. Like, yeah. for years. I, Funny enough, I trained two of the players on this team. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jalen Hawkins and uh, Durante Jr. Like, yeah. I trained your players. So I even – his – his son was so good to me. I didn't know it was the head coach's son. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to recruit him. His mm-hmm. name's Devin Lewis, goes to Intercom. I wanted yeah, to Devin's, recruit him. Yeah, Devin's, Devin's really good. good. I yeah, wanted Devin's to recruit really him. Good. I reached out, and then he was like, oh, I can't. My dad's the coach. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even I didn't. I had no clue. I didn't know it was. Yeah. So I want to make that very clear to anybody listening, um, Al or Durante. I think you have an amazing group. I think you have amazing kids. I think you have amazing families. And we've had some epic, great battles, and I appreciate it because it's helped in the growth of my kids. When I was referring to that I saw you guys jumping for joy, I wasn't saying it in a way like to discredit what you guys had done. What I was saying was when I saw you guys get your medals, and let me make that very clear, it's when you got your medals, not right after the game. When you got your medals, you guys were happy, clapping, and cheering, as you should because you beat my 16U team, well, now 17U team, which most people look at like, damn, that team's, mm-hmm. you know, that's Anthony's team. They're like, mm-hmm. man, that team's unbeatable. No, you beat them, and you beat them, you know, rightfully so. Like, you had no fear. Your team had no fear. Then you kicked your ass, and you did a phenomenal job. I don't take anything away from that. Don't take what I'm saying as offensive, as think, as you took it. It was just me having a little, uh, uh, having a little fun on my show, which I – I try to do (laughs) so if this message gets to you um, I want you to know that that I respect the hell out your team and you know any day you want our teams to go at it and battle I'm here brother and again I open the invite if you want to sit down on the show you're more than welcome to because I love hearing from other coaches I want to hear from other programs so yeah I would love to I mean we've had a lot of good battles with that Sacoyas team with Devin and and Jalen Hart Jalen used to play for us for a while and uh, be nice to to see that matchup again yeah so that's all i just had to get that out there because it was on you know they was on their instagram and people messaged me wait you pissed somebody off on social media yeah i guess (laughs) (laughs) right i guess hey listen somebody's gotta be the bad guy fuck it why not me it's all right you know uh, um, <laughs> about that life yeah exactly yeah. why not yeah. Yeah. why not so but again i'd rather i'd rather him hear it from me and you know i just felt i, I needed to address it because enough people kept talking to me about it and I'm, i just want to make it clear like i don't retract the statement i just think i was making an observation which your team was happy to beat us and I think they should be happy to beat us. So I tell this is what I say to coaches that beat my teams. It is hard to beat my teams. Call it arrogant. Call it whatever the fuck you want. I we we work hard in practice. You know that. Oh, yeah. We we prep so much. My kids work so hard. They're constantly in the gym. I am just confident when we step on the fucking court. I am confident in what we can do. I tell teams if you can beat my teams. Good job, because it is hard to beat my teams. You know what I mean? And that's not an arrogance thing. I think any coach who's worth, mm-hmm. you know, his his uh, his whistle is it has confidence in what he prepares his yeah. team to do. And so, what kind of coach would I be to walk onto a court like, yeah. hey man, we're just yeah. we're just gonna we're just gonna try? Fuck yeah. no, we're gonna exactly. win. Right. All right. So, 
anybody out there who has a problem with that or miscon uh, uh, has this misconception that it's some type of YBA arrogance, talk to me about it. That's yeah. the best thing I do. Talk to me about it. That's why I, every I think for the last four or five episodes, I keep inviting coaches and people come on the show. Right, come on the show if you have a disagreement with me. It's not about poking our chests out. It's not about saying, "Oh, my kids are better than your kids." It's no. We all have the common ground of basketball. Right. We all love this sport. Yeah. We all come from different backgrounds and have our own perspective. I just want to hear theirs. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that, that's where I'm at with that. Um, the other thing I wanted to address uh, was the refs. The refs. The yeah, it was a little yeah, rough this weekend. Yeah, it was. Um, and and I know refs have a hard job. They so, do. So, Tet, don't kill me if you hear this, right? So Tet's one of the good ones. Yeah, exactly. But I'm only saying that because he'll probably coach my daughter. At <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, no, but, yeah, some of the rest, man, oof, it was it was tough this weekend, man. Um, one, best example I could give you guys, um, had a ref. This was on Friday with Anthony's team. He, uh, Anthony got a tech, got ejected from the game, rightfully Damn. so, because, yeah, he was – yeah, he was Anthony stupid. being Anthony. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so he got called for a foul. Um, the the foul he got called on. Uh, I, I don't I don't think it was a foul, but either way, it's whatever. He immediately gets called for the foul. He turns and says, uh, "What the fuck?" To the rest? hell allowed? Uh, yeah, yeah, hell allowed. Like on court two, the main court. He goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah. He says, "You and he's like, that's not a foul, nigga." No. <laughs> like, loud as hell <laughs> to the ref yes to the ref and in my uh. mind i kind of was like did he just say like you know yeah, so man. obviously like tech get him out the game chris yeah. get him out the game i said all right all right he said and he and as he's walking out the game he's like i ref too i ref over at yba you're fucking terrible as a ref anthony, like, said, yeah, anthony said all this bro yeah. He was all this wow. he, i was he was like you stupid nigga like that i was wow. like oh, oh my geez. god so I obviously had to grab and damn near choke him at this point, right? So I sit him down. This is where I say the ref went overboard. He, This is where he exceeded his power. Mm -hmm. He told me that I got to get Anthony off the bench and kick, it, and kick him out the gym. Mm -hmm. Okay. If we're going by high school rules, which is NFHS for those who don't know, NFHS rules, that's what AAU goes under. You legally can't kick out anybody under 18 out of the gym. It's a liability thing, right? Just because they oh, know Anthony can go over sense. to YBA. Yeah. Like, you can kick a kid out of a game and yeah. put him on the bench, and the assistant coach could, like, take him to the locker room. Mm -hmm. But you can't kick a child out of the yeah. gym. And I get it. Anthony's six seven, you know, yeah. big kid. So you're thinking, like, and obviously people know my relationship with him. They know Ken. So, they, you know, get the fuck out of the gym. Like, you can go to YBA. But just because you know that, yeah. you can't. And it's Rockland. Yeah, and it's Rockland. Right, exactly. <laughs> Like you can't, and I, and that was where the army and the ref yeah, got into it. Yeah. I said, I said, you know, I was like, he's not, he's on the bench, he's not saying anything, he's not going to play anymore. You're totally justified in what you did, yeah. but you can't kick him out the gym. Yeah. And he stopped the game, wow. trying to get Anthony kicked out the gym. And I said, I'm not doing it. I said, yeah. he's a child. At yeah, the end of the day, yeah. I'm his responsibility. Yeah, he's yeah, my yeah. responsibility. I'm yeah, the adult. Right. He's the child. You cannot kick yeah. him out the gym. Yeah. And so. Eventually, we got it figured out and stuff. But I mean, it was a lot more intangible to yeah. that. The ref started yelling at me, and it, it, and I'm just saying that's one example. There was a lot of other examples yeah. of just some some tough refing this weekend. So, you know, uh, hey. ref, refs, you know, um, 
Yeah. I don't want to say try to do better. I want well, to say. <laughs> and I have a question because really, it kind of came up in one of our games yesterday is, is as a coach when you're watching a game and you're watching two refs and you watch one ref literally calling every foul in the game and the other, the ratio of, of calls between the two refs is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like it, you got to look. I mean, I, as a parent, I'm looking at this going, okay, either one's not doing their job and just watching the other one or the other one's just, you know, whistle crazy. Yeah. So it'd be nice if they would get on the same page, at least at some point. And cause it creates a sense of, even if maybe there isn't unfairness and, um, that and that created some of our parents were very vocal yesterday, <laughs> and that was <laughs> the, the least. I think that was the source of uh, uh they were they were that, that, that's yeah. our parents right yeah. there. That's our parents. My yeah. parents are out there barking like dogs. That's yeah, it was uh, it was pretty, yeah, it was interesting. That's funny. So, no, like, uh, yeah, refs, um, you have a tough job, man. I know you do, and I yeah. have a lot of friends of mine, they're, even like they're my Facebook friends, personal friends that are refs. Um, all I can say is, you know. Please, please, please try to just read the tone of the game, read the the level of the game, and, you know, just adjust accordingly. That's the best thing I could do. And try not to flip out on on uh, too much. But, again, yeah. it also circles back to players and parents. They got to do does. better, too. They it does, do better. and they've got to realize, to me, as long as it's being called consistently. Like, yes. either you're calling everything or you're calling nothing and you're doing it for both teams. Exactly. I don't really care. Cause it. then it's up to the coaches and the players to adjust exactly. to how it's being called. Exactly. But like you said, if you have one ref either not doing their job yeah. or, and again, referee, Ted definitely won't like me saying this about or Carson, but I don't care. Um, refs are human. So stop acting like you don't have bias for certain teams. Cause you do. Mm-hmm. And don't act like you dislike certain teams. Cause sure, I know right. there's times we've gone to Oakland or Martinez and all that, and, right. and I've literally had refs say, this ain't Hardwood right. Palace. This ain't YBA. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, first off, Hardwood Palace isn't YBA. You're absolutely accurate. Like, And then right. secondly, what the fuck does that have to do with this game? Like, they'll say that. Yeah. So, you know, refs, you, you, you got to have thick skin to have the job. It yeah. just is what it is, or, you know, don't take the job. Don't be petty. <laughs> yeah. Don't be petty. As I'm saying, Mark, you lucky you ain't in this AAU world, man. Yep, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I just well, like plus they don't get, stories. They don't get paid that much either. No. So it's like if I'm gonna get, pet, I'm not getting. I'll go oh, fine. I'll get petty. If you guys are paying me like right. a dollar to rent this game, <laughs> the only satisfaction I'm gonna get is call it against your kid. So I could. I'm sympathetic. Yeah. No, I get Definitely it. Sympathetic. I want to. Uh, I want to do my team shout outs because you know every weekend I observe and watch teams and sit back and just um, definitely want to give you guys some good shout outs. Uh, again, Robinson and the the other, well, what I call them is the six, uh, 16U YBA Elite Robinson team. Right there, I'm glad you guys are back. Uh, like like this group so far, um, where we practice with them on Wednesdays. I think our scrimmages are going to be fucking crazy. Like yeah. that's going to be some of the best basketball games you might see our scrimmages are going to be because even last scrimmage even though that was our first one it was you can tell it means something yeah it's i mean and we won by like two but i mean that you know you know as a player bro like the intensity of it you could feel it it was like holy shit this is a real game it was like it, it reminds me of like the dream team when they said like the best game Ooh, they played was yeah. against each other, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it was. I I feel like our practices are going to start to get like. Oh that. yeah, there's so, well, <laughs> That's there's a good so much thing. history, and they're all you know they're two really good teams. Yeah, so. and and they all and they all hate to lose. Yeah, That's a good thing. <laughs> so you know, and that's what I'm trying to 
get Robinson and the rest of those guys to understand is you're under, we're under one one umbrella now. You're 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 back with YBA, you know, which means we're going to support you. I'm going to support you, yeah. you know, as best I can. Obviously, I'm going to support my team more, but I'm going to, you know, so because I have no, it's not like I don't want to see kids from other teams succeed. I, I absolutely right. do, but I, you're measured by your opponent, right? You're measured by your rival, the friendly rival, right? Yeah. So. A team like the Hoyas, like Robinson's team, Sports right. Strong Elite, all the teams we've kind of rival right. we've had over the time, they help create us. Oh, you yeah. know, so yeah. I'm, I I don't discredit them. I just I hope for parents they got to stop taking it personal. You know, you know what I'm kind of yeah, talking about. No, I, I get what you're saying, and I, I think especially at the high school level, it's it's whichever team is, the, you know, the best team, it's really not – as long as they're playing top-quality ball and getting the most challenge, it really doesn't matter. Exactly. So it, is, it is nice to see them back and, you know, right. I see some of those kids back with YBA. I want to give a shout-out to Chico Avengers. Um, not that they played this weekend, but Muhammad's with them in Texas. They went to – there's a oh, few wow. There's a few big showcases going on this weekend. There's one in uh, – uh, Arizona? He, Arizona, yep, yeah. that's one, in, in Houston. And, um, you know, Muhammad, my star – uh, uh, eighth grader is with that Chico team, so you know. Hope you're having a good time, kid, and hope you're out there winning. Hope you come back with a trophy. They're oh man, they're trying. Fred, <laughs> Fred's trying to do everything to take Muhammad from me. Muhammad's like, I ain't going, bro. Like you tripping? Like he he got him shoes. He got him all Damn. this free gear. Oh, bro. Okay. Mama's like, yeah, I'll take it. He literally takes me on IG. Like I'm not going anywhere, coach. You know that, right? I was like, yeah, I know. I'm just. I like like I said, I'm all for kids playing for two right. teams or something. Go, hey, go! If you're gonna pay for my kid to go in a top-notch yeah. tournament and yeah. and give him a bunch of free shit, I'm not gonna say no to that. Go ahead and do it. Like I'm all yeah. down for it. <laughs> I want to also give a shout out to uh, Control Chaos. Uh, my boy Mattel coaches that one. Uh, he, he's just one of my good friends, one of my good long-time friends. We've been friends 15 years, and uh, he you know, created his own program. He's doing a phenomenal job. He only has like two or three teams, but he's all about development, very very much a cut of the nice. same cloth like me. Um, Sac Valley Elite, that's uh, formerly Hot Shots Elite with Julian and oh, right, Tay yeah. and those guys. I watched them play the other day. They played against Keandre's team. Yeah, and, I, I and, was like, "Is that Keandre?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keandre with the dreads, and I know, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, and uh, it was uh, it was a good game overall. Um, but I, I, so Mark's like, so I've coached a lot of kids. I mean, I'm, I've, I've coached yeah. a lot of kids. So um, a lot of kids that I've coached have kind of moved on and play for other teams. They always want to play against me now. It's crazy as hell. Like they all, they like, I want to go against your teams now, coach. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, um, but two of these teams had at least half their benches were kids I coached on both oh, sides. Shit. And so Man. I just sat there and watched the game and just was proud to, yeah. you know, watch them play and watch the growth. And, and, um, I know the coach, coach Charles, you know, yeah, for, yeah. uh, for that Sac Valley team, uh, yeah. um, glad he's back out there coaching and, and, you know, uh, Charles, big shout out to you. So, you know, I think you're doing good. I want to give another shout out to, um, 1440, even though sometimes they, can be annoying as shit. At the end of the day, they are a good team, and we've been going back and forth with them these last three games. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I'm always can appreciate great competition. Um, again, you know that game got a little testy towards the end and things like. But 
you know, it's th- that's basketball, man. It just is what it is. It's basketball. It's competitive. You know what I yeah. mean? And I, I'm all for that. Yeah. So and can I say something to yeah. this too? Because I I was thinking earlier. Another thing AU parents shouldn't do is yell at other AU parents from other teams. That yeah. just looks horrid. That's <laughs> like exactly. arguing across the court with a parent of another. It just looks bad. exactly, it's man. Bad. And it's so just I saw that also. Yeah, like, yeah. I saw I saw that too. Yeah, it's like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Because you know. And that was that's another rival program, like yeah. you know. So like last time we played them, they beat us in pool play by two. Yeah. Then we played them in the championship of the last showcase that Elijah one did. We yeah. beat them by like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. Okay. And then we just played them again yesterday. They in pool play and they beat us by five. Wow. So it's kind of this, yeah. you know, we're back we're going back and forth. Yeah, but yeah. again, one thing I'll, I'll give credit Mamo on. Yeah. Uh, that's the. He's kind of the director of that fourteen forty right. team. Um, he he uh, he wanted to play my yeah, team. He yeah. wanted to play my team. He wanted to play Robinson. He requested to play good teams. Mm-hmm. And so I again, if a coach is out there seeking out good competition, trying to push their kids, develop them, yeah. I'm good with that. You know what I mean? The, the the I hate losing, of course, but it's not about me. I always have yeah. to try to remember that. So. Well, I'd much rather have a game like that than the yeah. first game we played. Right, where we just blew them out by that, where the coach points. wants to fight me because we're winning. Like, yeah, yeah like, I yeah. would have paid to see that. Though. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I appreciate it's, that. See you throw down. That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have helped you. Oh, uh, it's all right. I would have just watched. You could call the police. Uh, yeah, we need good. someone to talk yeah, to. Yeah, you need, I'm your designated Yeah, player. you're right. You need someone to talk to. I um, Team Lift, that's the last one. I really like your coach. They. They played the the eighth grade team that beat my sixth grade team, and they won. Uh, And that team lift is an actual sixth grade team. They won. They beat them by three. I was like, wow. So, you know, coach from team lift, good job. You have a great group. Last time my sixth grade team played them, uh, it went. It was really competitive. Went down to the wire. Still lost by five. So he was actually like, man, I was looking forward to playing your team again because we've only played each other once. And I was like. I was like, man, it'll happen next time. <laughs> it'll happen yeah. next time. And then uh, even uh, James from Sac Valley, you know, Hot Shots, he came to me after they won. He was like, when are we playing your team, coach? When are we playing Anthony and them? I said, I, I don't know, kid. I don't make the schedule. Yeah, I miss watching James play when he was on your team. Yeah, oh, he yeah. jump out of the gym. For real, geez. super oh, bouncy. Yeah. So, no, um, that's, you know, it for my team shout out. So, no, I think, uh, I think that covers everything. For today, huh? You got anything, Mark? Anything? No, it was a really great show. Uh, <laughs> I, I I like the chemistry you guys have, so I'm definitely gonna start. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Right. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna start. You know, when I go to the game, start watching that. You know, and be checking out Eli. So so yeah, thanks for being here today. No, yeah. I enjoyed it. Thanks for. For having me, I hope your podcast doesn't go downhill from here. Well, you, well, you, well, you, <laughs> pay, white no, dude, no, no, no. You're, you're Dre, man. Your perspective is, yep, is what we needed. <laughs> your perspective is what we needed. And then, uh, thanks for you know, me. well, and you pay me, so that's cool too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't you owe me some money? Uh, <laughs> every, you owe everybody. Bro. I know, man. I, I swear, I do. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just want to say, um. I appreciate everybody who's supporting. Appreciate everybody who's listening. Um, you know, we're gonna keep trying to push good content. I'm supposed to have. I've been talking to Dwayne from Matt Barnes Elite. He says he 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 confirmed he really wants to do the show, so he might be our guest next week. I actually even got uh, the week after that. 
um, the coach from Folsom Lake. Oh, yep. Couch. Yep. Wants oh, to nice. be on the, wants to be on our show. So for the women's side too. So it'd be great to have a college, you know, yeah. another women's college coach here. And um, no, I just want to say thank you, Jay, again for being here. We no appreciate problem. you. And uh, Mark, glad yes, to sir. have you back. Yes, sir. Ty, always good to see you. You know, behind the camera because <laughs> he does great work. Uh, no, we uh, we we plan to keep these episodes rolling. We plan to keep. Giving you guys great content. Uh, please, again, you know, follow us on Instagram. You can subscribe on YouTube. Even if you don't want to subscribe, hit the like button or just view it. Help our views go up, man. <laughs> like, you know, we're just trying to give a perspective, give some information out there for you parents, players, and uh, uh, professionals um, to this game. And, you know, we just want to have fun doing it. Uh, again, thank you for listening. I know my mom. It was my mom's birthday yesterday, so I got to say happy, happy birthday, birthday to my mom. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. By the way, your mom's much better than you are. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, and Crystal loves her to death. <laughs> she, and you know what? She's funny. She said that, too. She was like, yeah. she was like how's my little sister doing? Yeah. Like, so, no, that, I love your mom. Next time we go to the Bay, definitely got to uh, yeah. go stop by. No, yeah. um, love you, mom. Uh, uh, I hope everybody has a good day. Have a good week. And uh, I guess we out.